Welcome back to the Trav Sets Podcast. We are your hosts, Kim and Aaron, and we are coming to you live this week from Milos, Greece. Welcome back to the show. If you are new here, we are Kim and Aaron. We are the hosts. We are healthcare travelers turned entrepreneurs, turned world travelers currently, well, I guess not turned anything. We're still all the things, yeah. um, but we are currently taking a year of travel and we are one, one month in, a yeah. little over, or two yesterday, days. Yesterday was one month exactly. Which is, which is crazy. Yeah. So on this episode, we're basically, so we missed last week, so sorry about that. We're going to get into that a little bit into this episode, but in this episode, we just want to kind of catch you guys up on all of the things and share some things we were learning just from being out on the road for a month Um, and just anything else. Uh, Before we get into the show, we do want to talk to you about this week's supporter, It is this really cool travel couple that has an awesome channel on YouTube. If you don't know them, their name is Kim and Aaron. Uh, They post weekly videos every Sunday and their videos are just getting better and better and better as they go. I would agree with that. Yeah, Yeah, they're pretty awesome. We release new, you already said that, every Sunday. We have four videos so far. I think five, if I'm not mistaken. Four or five up on the channel, Kim and Aaron G. Kim and Aaron, no G. Oh, I keep forgetting that. I know. Okay. Always, Kim and Aaron. But you can find us Kim and Aaron G, it's fine. And yeah, go check it out, subscribe. We'd love if you checked out the videos and gave them some love. All right, let's get into the show. Okay, so Greece has moved up my list. I think Greece is my favorite place ever. Why? It's so beautiful. Okay, so right now we're in Milo. So we're in one of the islands, okay? So Greece is known for all the islands that they have. And we were in Santorini, which was incredibly beautiful, very crowded. Um, and mind you, again, we're recording this. So for f- for future people, we're recording this in September twenty fifth or twenty sixth mm-hmm. of twenty twenty one. Yes, Greece is open for travelers, but for instance, there was only one cruise ship in the port. Usually, they say there's five. So for us to say it's crowded, that's way less than it normally is. Yeah, and. Like Aaron said, we're at the end of September, so it's kind of going into that off season. So they say like end of September, into October, that's when it's shoulder season, it's not as touristy. So I can only imagine in like August, July, like peak season, Mm -hmm. five cruises. It was insane. Like it was, there were so many people. Well, in Ia. And and in Fira, but Ia. But Ia was like, Ia was noticeable. Yeah, it was, it was just, it made it not enjoyable. And it's crazy because again, Santorini was absolutely beautiful. And one like pro tip is when we got up early, so we got up early, we went for a hike uh, from Fira to Ia, it was like six miles, but we got to walk like the whole caldera. And then we ended with cliff jumping in the Moody Bay and it was such a beautiful day. And because we got up early, and we got started, we really bypassed all the crowd. So I think if you if you do go somewhere, really anywhere in that peak season time, getting up early is such a game changer. Oh, 100%. It was a, such a game changer. I mean, we've noticed that with anything that we've went to. Like, any place we've been, even um, the Trevi Fountain, we woke up early, like 6 o'clock in the morning, walked down to the Trevi before the sun was up, we were one of four people there. Uh-huh. Uh, and so, so it's like anything you do, if you get up early and beat the crowds, beat the... Because the, the cruises don't get up early. They don't leave until, you know, 7, 8 o'clock. So you can get there before 8. Usually you have the place yourself. It was so worth it. Where we stayed in Ia was oh. such a vibe. So we stayed two nights in Parissa Beach three in Fira, and then two in Ia, just so we could get a lay of the land and stay in different parts of Santorini. And so the last night we splurged and we stayed at this incredible like house, cave house 
room thingy in Ia. And, and I say splurge, it was only 180 well, euro. I was going to add that. It was 180 euro when, when most of the places I looked and I was like, do you really want to splurge or like whatever? And I'm seeing 1200 a night, you know, 1000 a night, 800 a night. So to say splurge, that's a splurge for, you know, what we normally do. But in EA standards, that yeah. was like pretty cheap. You're talking about like a private pool, a private villa. Yeah. Like a lot of people, they go to EA and part of the like experience is you get one of these like badass rooms with a pool, like private suite that overlooks the caldera. Like it's a whole vibe. So a lot of people, that's why they go to EA, right? So I've, we weren't going to spend a thousand dollars a night, but no. we found this incredible place. It was 180 euro. It did not have a pool or anything. It was the cutest little cave suite. So comfortable. I can't wait for that video to come out I because know. that's going to, it was such an experience. So the famous place in Ia where everybody goes, like thousands of people gather at this castle to watch the sunset, it's supposed to be like the most beautiful sunset in the world. And people just stand there crammed together waiting for the sunset. Our place was right like right there, like right behind it. So we had the absolute best view of the sunset all by ourselves on a private balcony with a bottle of wine with no other humans around and us. And it was incredible. And not only that, we were there, like Kim said, we were there in Parisa Beach for two nights, Fear and Three. So we were there a total of five before this night. And that night that we had the direct sunset view all to ourselves, private, we had our own music playing. I mean, it was... It was a scene. Like it was, it was amazing. It was something I'll always remember. I will always remember. But that night. it was the clearest night. There was a fog and like a humidity that was like deep in the horizon. So the sun would go behind the fog, the humidity. So you couldn't really get a full grasp of the sunset. That night that we had the place in Ia, it was crystal clear. Yeah. And then like there was like a thousand. It seemed like a thousand people, but. As the sun was setting, everybody started cheering, and it was kind of a cool moment, you know? Yeah, it was such a vibe. It was so, it's just a, a cool, cool experience. We stayed that one night in Ia, and then we woke up really early the next morning, which was really hard to do because we ended up meeting these friends that we had <laughs> met on the wine tour the day before. And we went out and we had so much fun. They're also like entrepreneurs, they work online, they're travelers, like, we just had so much fun. They're we, big time. We drank so much wine. <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah, they're like big, yeah, they're like real deal. So it was fun because, you know, um, he wanted, like the guy, the husband, I guess, he has this huge company. And so it was fun because, you know, we're like this baby business and we're wanting to build and we're getting ready to launch and all, you know, launch our backpack. So it was fun because we were like, he was giving us all these like tips and like coaching us, but it was still like a fun conversation, mm -hmm. you know, we're like, okay, we don't want to like sit here and just like drill you like no, with a million questions. He's like, no, I live for this stuff. I love this stuff. I love helping like new entrepreneurs get started. Yeah. So anyways, we just had so much fun, drank way too much wine. And so the next morning getting up at sunrise, I was like, oh my God, I feel like such dog shit. But I'm I was so glad that I got out of bed and went out and was able to enjoy Ian, take all the pictures that people like wait in lines for. It's insane. I know. Uh, but we, we were able to do that before all the crowds even got there. So that was such a vibe. Mm -hmm. um, and then, which P.S., I just want to say side note, I didn't know that this was a thing, but apparently people go and rent beautiful ball gown dresses. Oh, yeah. Long tail dresses. And go take pictures for Instagram. Yeah. I don't know. We saw like a bunch of this going on. And they so they were, it was like only us out and then these like Instagrammers, right? Mm -hmm. And it was interesting. So it was, we just saw them and I'm like, oh my gosh, like whatever. If that's your thing, like do your thing. Like but it was so throws, unnatural. throws the dress and then the photographer catches it in slow motion and yeah. It anyway. was an interesting thing. Because you wear those dresses out all That's the time. what I was saying. Yeah. I'm just like, who wears like a red ball gown and then yeah. like stares out into the ocean? I mean, I got it because the colors were beautiful with yeah, whatever. It's pretty. It was, you know, no judgment do you, baby. But like, I just thought that was very interesting that people actually did that. Okay, moving on. So now we're in Milos. So we were in Santorini. Now we're in Milos. And I have to say... Milos is, we've only been here, today's like our first full day. And it's so much more chill. Oh there's my God. Oh my, there's like 
not that many people. It's so amazing. It's, I'm almost hesitant to even talk about it, but a lot of people are talking about it. it I told Kim today, I was like, this really reminds me of El Nido circa 2017. Because El Nido, like off the beaten path of El Nido in the Philippines, if you're unfamiliar with it, it was rated like top 10, top beach for like three or four years straight. And in the was, world, yeah. In the world. It was literally untouched. Like if you watch some El Nido, like a uh, Nakpon Beach videos now on YouTube. We have um, one. We have one. So you could see ours and then look at the more recent. And you can see that there's a lot more people. People have been commenting on that video. And they were like, you're right. You were right about saying that it's going to blow up. And sure enough, I guess it did. So Milos reminds me of that. The blue in the water is something I have never seen before. Um, you can no, see it. Go ahead. No, sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I was going to say, it's, yeah, it's blue, but it's so freaking clear that, I mean, you can be out in the middle of like, you could be like at, you know, shoulder level or whatever out deep. And you can still see all the way down. It's insane, the, the clarity of this water. It's so beautiful. Yeah, and it's crazy because for all of you that don't know, um, Greece, it, the beach we went to today in Milos was sandy, which was crazy because the beaches that we've been to in Santorini, um, you know, on Parissa Beach, like Black Beach, Red Beach, all those kind of things, uh, they were like stone. So when you have stone, there's no sand to kick up muck, so therefore it's a lot more clear. But we actually went to a sandy beach today. First one. And that was the clearest water I've ever seen. It was, uh, yeah. I, I cannot even, so so Milos is known for all of its beaches and just its natural beauty. That's why we chose this island. There's so many you can pick. And we were like, where do we go? Because we knew we couldn't do all of them. And so I ended up picking this one because it's known for its natural beauty. We knew a couple other YouTubers that had gone here. We were just like, this place looks amazing. Mm -hmm. So that's why we chose here. And it's laid back. They also have like a new food scene. Yes. Not new food scene, but I guess more and more people are starting like from Athens. They come here to vacation and they're like, whoa, the, the food's actually really good. So words kind of getting out with that. Mm -hmm. And... There's just lots of cool places to go explore and cliff jump and um, swim at. And so we're going to do like a whole, you know, top things to do in Milos. And apparently it started to blow up too because, well, either I guess they're calling it the new, the, the new up and coming luxury getaway for Europeans, which I didn't get luxury vibes here. It's very like chill. We don't know. We haven't explored all of the island, but I'm, I'm sure there is a lot of space here to build. Well, and that's what makes me sad. I Which really hope that me. doesn't happen. I almost like I want to go and put in money for a lot. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, it's going to be one of those places that blow up. But I guess it started to gain, get traction too because Justin Bieber had his yacht here. And so he was here, and there's been a couple insane yachts. There like, was one yacht that um, we sent to Tim and Finn, their other YouTubers, but they actually will go to yacht places, and I'm not a yacht admirer. I can appreciate them, but I saw this yacht, and then I heard people on our ferry say, that is the biggest yacht I have ever seen. And like more people started saying it, so we went and checked it out, and apparently it's supposed to be one of the biggest ones in the world. It was called the Opathia or Opathia or something. I don't remember. Um, but it's 800,000 euros to rent a week. Which is insane. <laughs> that Yeah, that's insane. It was humongous though. It looked like a carnival cruise ship. Like it was huge. Yeah, not that. It didn't look like, like a carnival. Like a mini one. No, buddy. It did. Like it was... You can't picture the carnival cruise with the... Big. No, but it was like big, like that. It was massive. It was yeah. a 250 foot yacht. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> Anyways, so circling back to your original question of why I love Greece, oh, cool. um, is because it's absolutely beautiful, obviously. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I will say we, I try not to be like, this is my favorite place ever because I feel like you can do that at so many places yeah. for so many different reasons, right? But I will say Greece is a standout for me because it's so beautiful. It's so diverse where there's all these different islands you can go to. There's swimming, there's adventure, there's hiking, there's cliff jumping. And the food for me. The food's a standout. 
the foods like I've always been obsessed with Greek food uh, Mediterranean style and like the freshness with the salads and the feta and you can get a gyro you can get a kebab you can get fish you can get octopus like I feel like there's a lot of variety right and I'm just obsessed with everything feta. I say that all the time. So it's like... Actually, you haven't even been getting very much feta. You've been getting the local That's cheese. true. So you can get um, in Santorini, they called it the Santorini salad. And it was like more of their local type of cheese. And then in Milos, it's... Um, so they're like, do you want feta or do you want the local? Because feta, we learned, you can only call it feta if it comes from somewhere specific in Greece. Mm-hmm. So like, do you want the local cheese? And so I always go for the local and it's like a goat cheese and it's kind of it's similar. Like, it's like if goat and feta had a baby and then it was creamier. Yeah. I mean, it's incredible. <laughs> yeah, it really is. So I think that kind of rounds it all out for me because it has all the things that I love so mm-hmm. much. Mm-hmm. Um, all wrapped up into one where like I loved Italy. Italy's insane. It's beautiful. The culture, the history, the food, everything. But... And again, we didn't go everywhere. Like we didn't go to the the coast of Italy, and I know that's insanely beautiful too. And oh, yeah. we'll circle back. But I'm just saying, so far, like I just love the vibe of Greece. I love just everything about. It. I think it's beautiful. Well, I mean, and obviously for me too, I've loved that we've been able to rent ATVs, and mm. you know, like we went through the. We could have went the entire island of Santorini. We did not. We stayed south. Um, and kind of explored Parisa Beach and went into the sunset. That's going like, to be a fun vlog too. It's going to be a fun vlog. And then right now we have a ATV sitting outside that we can explore the entire island of Milos. Yeah. That, which I really love that aspect. That's the other thing. So yes, you are able to rent a scooter, but you have to have like a motorcycle license, which... Actually kind of break that down a little bit. Just Okay. So you can rent a scooter, an ATV, or a car. And which you want to rent something because you want the freedom just to be able to go out on your own and explore and not have to rely on a driver or something, right? So we're like, awesome, we're going to get a scooter because we've rented scooters in Bali and in Thailand. It's really easy to do, great way to get around. So when we got to Greece, we thought that's what we are going to do. But come to find out, you have to have your motorcycle license in order to rent a scooter, which was, a, it's just a law in Greece. We had absolutely no idea. Correct. And it's, I guess it's a recently changed law is what the lady told me. Yeah, like me. a couple of years or something yeah. she said. Yeah. So you have to have a motorcycle license and you have to have an international driver's license for everything. Actually, what she said was insurance won't pay if the person does not have a motorcycle license. That's what happened. Okay. Because it's not really a law. It became that the insurance companies weren't paying. So then if they want to be covered and they want their machines covered, they have to, you have to have a motorcycle license. Okay, right. So definitely something to think about because you're not just gonna be able to come and get a scooter, but you can rent an ATV. Which has been awesome. And that has, I have loved it because I feel safer on it because it's four wheels. And there's like a big kind of trunk thing on the back so we can put our towels in there and our camera and like all of our things. And it's just fun. Like you just, you're just able to be like, hey, where do you want to go? And then we, we can put it in Google Maps and then, you know, just go off and explore. So it gives you such a sense of just freedom and adventure. And like that's been my favorite part of being in the islands too. Yeah, I mean, and there's something that I got to say when we were in Prisa Beach, I was a little upset when we couldn't rent a scooter. I don't know why. Um, but the ATVs, uh, they usually run between uh, 30, 40, 50 euro, depending where you are and depending how long you have them per day. A day. Um, it's kind of a lot. It's kind of a lot. So, but anyway, good. I was going to say, considering that we rented a scooter in Bali for like $40 a month. Exactly. <laughs> That's kind but of crazy. Greece also knows that there's a lot of tourists and they'll pay for them. And so it's the supply and demand. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean... It's a small island and people just, you know, whatever. So, anywho, the ATV has been actually really, really cool because there are a lot of, like, dirt roads and off-roads and it's just Mm -hmm. very safe and it... For me, there's nowhere else I've ever rented an ATV to drive on the road. Right. So it has that special aspect to it. I don't know. It, it feels made it, different. It yeah. made it more exciting. Yeah. It was like, whoa, this is unique. Yeah. You know? It just kind of had that vibe to it's it. It's a very, like, Greek experience. 
Very great experience. And you can go in all kinds of different places that you wouldn't be able to do if you had a, a car too. I think that's something to think about. Of, you know, most people might want to get a car because maybe it seems like the safer option or they don't know how to drive an ATV, but it's super easy to do and very easy to like park or turn around or, or drive down here. Like it, it's so small. You can just like whip around everywhere, right? Well, Where the, the cars, car is like a yeah. shit show. And the cars here are very familiar with ATVs. They just go around yeah. here. Um, I'm always like, I notice when there's two cars behind me, I'll kind of slow down and get off the side and kind of wave them around. Um, especially when I see that there's a clear view for them to pass me and be safe. That way they're not cutting me off. Um, I'd rather them go around me, but you know, they're just being smart. Like just like anything, everything's safe if you're smart. I, I just really, if you have common sense, you're smart and you're careful. You pay attention. When you start being reckless and trying to go super fast and crazy and like that's when things happen. Right. You know, so I, I've, I've really enjoyed it. I can't wait to get on again and go, but um so I was just gonna to end that topic. Just you know, if you're if you've never rented anything before while you've been traveling, just don't be afraid to do that, right? Because at first, like when we were in Bali, you know, all those years ago, like we had a driver take us everywhere before we got the scooter, but um, or longer distances, we'd have like a driver take us because we didn't have the GPS. So whatever, that's a whole nother thing. But don't don't let that hold you back from doing it because once you get the wheels it just is it completely changes your experience um than having to rely on other people bringing you places or not being able to go and explore these more off the beaten places because you don't have your own wheels so kind of i just would say step out of your comfort zone and just go for it because it, it's a total game changer and without the atvs this would not have been like the same kind of adventure vibey jump on the atv go to this crazy beach somewhere go for it i don't know there it's just it adds a lot to it so don't be afraid to rent anything mm -hmm. even renting the car in italy which ps that was a video that's our newest youtube video is the the day that we rented the car in italy and the whole crazy shit show that happened with that we've talked about it on the podcast but if you actually want to see oh, yeah, what happened the visual that we said wait for it to come out that's out like what that actually was it we it was insane um but still like so glad we rented the car because it gave us the freedom to go where we wanted to go right we wouldn't have been able to go no, 100 yeah that, that was just a stopping point and then we went in deep into the Dolomites. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I mean, I think renting a car and understanding that if you've never driven anything, take some time to get used to it, you can do it. And secondly, understanding that Google Maps, if your SIM card is working, remember that. So either get a SIM card when you get to the place, or if your T-Mobile is working properly, then you can use that. Um, and if you have Google Maps, it takes you everywhere. I mean, literally, Kim sits on the back and she's like, hey, you're going to be veering off to the right in 3.2 kilometers. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, here it is. Like, veer off to the right. Like, I mean, it's it's amazing. It makes it super simple. So if you're by okay. yourself, you just throw your little headphone in and go. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Because you wouldn't be able to necessarily hold your phone. But anyways. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Okay. So then, let's Next see. topic. Well, just the whole Greece thing. I was just trying to think. I think I completely agree with you with Greece. Yeah, that's all we were saying, right? Tomorrow we're going on. Yeah. Okay, so we're doing, we wanted to shoot a couple of videos here. So we're doing like a beach tour, beach hopping kind of thing. And then we're doing some food because a lot of people, it's like a great food scene. And um, we, you know, we love food. So we wanted to share a couple of places that we think are amazing. And then we were leaving. And right. then we had, we had a total like wrench thrown in to our plans because our our host in Ia, who was incredible, Dude. absolute game changer. <laughs> and just a side note, you know, you, you meet these people while you're on the road and you hear their stories and it, you're just like, oh, it's insane. So I did want to say too, the one thing that we had heard from the people we watch on YouTube is they said the people of Greece where we stayed were phenomenal right and i was like oh that's just by chance you know like it's by chance you grab these places or the reviews right and so the place in fira like with nicholas he totally changed the game as a host and then we had dimitri and ia 
And it's just so amazing the difference when you have a host where you're staying that is as nice and as genuine and helpful and pleasurable. It totally changes the game. You could have a nice place or a semi-nice place, but the host changes it for you. And our two hosts were amazing. No, 100%. Like... A, it's important to, let's just like pro tips, like read the reviews because there were so many places I found that I'm like, ooh, this looks really great. And then I read the reviews and it was like, oh, you know, it was so noisy or, oh, you know, I couldn't check in and the host was this or whatever. Read the reviews. That's how I always choose places. And also, you know, when you can stay in like a family run local place too, like we always want to support the local people. You know, that's part of, of, the fun of what we get to do, Mm -hmm. right? Like we get to go, we get to connect to the local people, we get to help support them and their businesses. And so that's something I like to look for as well, instead of staying somewhere that's like a corporation owns or whatever. And so um, getting, you know, finding a local person, a family, and then also taking a little bit of time just to sit and chat with them. Right. That's the thing. Because we can get so into like, okay, we're going here and we're going there and we're going there. And it's like, take a little, take a few minutes, sit down, chat, see where the conversation leads. And then also using, like, I'll pick their brain about, hey, like, where should we go eat? What should we do? And that's where we always, most of the time, get tons of tips from. And they like to talk. You know, they want to talk to you. They're excited that you're there, whatever. So just make time to do that. So Dimitri. (laughs) Yeah. And Ia. He was amazing, and he came from Athens with 60 euro, mm-hmm. 60 euro in his pocket to Santorini. He was a plumber. A plumber to try to start a life and a business for himself. And basically, just from the ground up, he grew this like empire. Mm-hmm. And he has these cave houses that he you know rents now, and he has you know uh, transportation. He's got a bunch of different things going on, but I'm just like, wow, you know, 60 euro. And he was a huge traveler too. So he's like, you know, he takes a couple months off a year and he travels the world. And so he was just so much fun to talk to, but he told us, he's like, listen, you're going to Milos. He's like, you have to do us the sailing around the island, around the island. And they did that in Santorini too. And we were just like, I don't know, like, kind of like a little bit more adventure we're, we're gonna go hop around all these different beaches and i think we're good and he's like no you know this is it's worth it people come all over the world yeah to, to sail around this island yeah he's like it's so beautiful i promise you you're not gonna like regret it it's well worth it milos is the place that you want to do this and then i was like okay well what company did you use he was like you can use any of them they're all fantastic right so we're like oh fuck so we kind of like but it's good gl- it's good though because his he was genuinely giving us something to do yeah he wasn't like oh go to my friend so yeah. like yeah it yeah. was just like i don't know he's like you pick whatever one yeah. they're all good it's gonna be a fantastic time guaranteed so then like, okay, whatever. We got here. We kind of think about it, but we were like, you know what? No. Like, it's two. It's a 200 euro for both of us. And uh, there's different prices, but... There's different prices, but that's, you know, you're going to pay probably about around there or so. And we had kind of our plan of what we were doing food and we're doing beaches and we and then we're leaving. So we kind of had our, our plan already. And so we just were like letting it go. We went back and forth. Plus, I don't want to be like on a cruise with like a shit ton of people mm. and just like, it wasn't really, because we saw people getting off the cruises in Santorini and we're like, that looks like a freaking nightmare. Just yeah. crowds of people like, ugh. And then um, we met, today we went to this awesome place for lunch and uh, uh, the owner, who we didn't even know it was well, the he owner. he was our server, and we find no, out... No, he wasn't our server. We had a server. We were on our phone taking a little video showing the place. He came over and said, I saw that you were on your phone doing a video. Um, I have a blog. I'm a traveler, too. But he also took our order and said us. He had the little thing on his mouth. No, he he, didn't. He took our order. Yes, he did. Are you sure? 100%. All right, I don't know. Okay, maybe you're right. Whatever. He saw us filming. He came over. And he's like, I'm a blogger. Here's my blog. Like, if you want to really explore Milos, like... That's my island. I love it This is my island. Like, I'll tell you where to go, what to do. And so we started talking mm-hmm. and he was just so cool. Like he had, <laughs> he brought us over like a free dessert. He brought us over Rocky, Rocky to, and he took a shot with us as like 
Rocky is their local drink, but usually if you've had a good experience, the owners or even, you know, the people that run the place will want to come over and have a shot with you. It's kind of like a cheers to just life. Thank you for coming. A hospitality kind of, it's kind of a thing. Hospitality yeah. thing. It's a way to end, you know, a, a, a meeting. Yeah. And so he's like, you know, I love travelers, you know, cheers to travel. And he's like, you know, I'm, I'm just, he's done so many cool things. He's like, check out my blog. You'll, you'll really find some cool things to do in Milos. And so he was, we, I was asking him, so what beaches like, should we go to? What do you think? Blah, blah, blah. And he's like, listen, you guys need to do the sailing thing. <laughs> and we were like, oh, well, we went back and forth and we didn't. And he was like, he just like looked at me. He's like, listen, uh, like people come from all over to do this. Like, it's incredible. It's beautiful. He's like, it's a little pricey, but it will be well worth your money. Like I guarantee it. And even with him, we were like, okay, well, what company should we go to? And he's like, they're all going to be good. You, you, you can't go wrong, but just do it. Yeah. He said, just pick and choose what you like because... There are some, like for instance, you know, now that we're talking about it, there's these full day tours where they'll go to, oh, P- Pi- oh no, I just forgot it, Pygios. It's like P-Y-E-G-O-S um, mm-hmm. Island. And it's like an island that's a, behind Milos that is, nobody lives there, but it's supposed to be absolutely gorgeous. Like they say the blue of the water is something you've never seen before. And so... Uh, we really want to go there. And so this cruise, this boat tour went there. Um, they have different amounts of people on the boats. Uh, they do food and drinks and stuff like that. Um, so it just depends. But there's tons of boat tours. So Kim and I just walked the line and kind of talked to them and asked them questions. And some of them were booked for tomorrow and some of them weren't. But you also need to watch for the weather too because it gets really windy at least this time in Milos. So a lot of the boat tours are going to be off Wednesday through the weekend because it's supposed to be very windy and you can't sail. Right. Yeah. So that, so we decided we found one that we could book tomorrow, mm-hmm. which we really wanted. We're like, if we're going to do it, let's go let's tomorrow, tomorrow. Yeah. and then the next day we'll go out and do our own thing. Mm-hmm. Um and so anyways, we booked it and we go tomorrow and we will see. I feel like we made the right decision. I think it will look back on, it kind of goes back to like what you said about Almido and like Karan in the Philippines. Absolutely insanely beautiful places. But the, the, the gem there, what you have to do when you're there is you take one of these tours, these boat tours, and you go to like the most beautiful places and islands in the world that you couldn't get to on your own. And so like that was the highlight. So I feel like we we're gonna look back and be like that was such a highlight and I'm so glad we did it. Anyways, As we this are place doing blows it. Up, yeah. As this place continues to get more popular. Mm-hmm. So that's what we're doing tomorrow. I'm not thrilled about all the people, but I think it will be fun and it will be a good way to meet other people. We've met so many cool people, just as a side note, because we did a yeah. food tour. We met like this really cool couple on their honeymoon. We ended up hanging out with them in Santorini and they were so much fun. And then we went on a wine tour and that's where we met that entrepreneurial couple. We ended up hanging out with them the next day. Like we've just met really cool people. So I'm I'm just putting it out there that we'll meet good people and that it's not going to be like or a we shit won't show. meet anybody and we'll be able to film easily yeah that's true so well that's the other thing yeah because like we're trying to film so sometimes it can be a little bit tricky when you're trying to like film a video when you're around a bunch of people so correct all right next topic moving on um i think one reason to well i don't even know where to start with this all i'll say is i'll just paint the picture um our next move is portugal and we are planning on leaving milos um, either Wednesday or Thursday. We got to work that out after this podcast. That's our, our goal for the night. For the night, amongst getting ready for the cruise tomorrow, which is crazy. Um, but we're going to Portugal because to the day after today of when we record this, um, so Monday the 27th, is the 60 day mark of when our bags were supposed to be at Amazon. So it was anywhere between 45 and 60 days. Could have been delayed a little bit because I guess shipments have been delayed because there's a lot of ships in the port because of excess deliveries. But we're at the 60-day mark tomorrow. And so we are gearing up for lunch mode. Yeah, which is 
which is crazy because like we, we hit the 45 day and so we're like okay it could be any day now we're basically just waiting for the email to come over saying it, it's cleared customs and then from amazon whatever we still haven't gotten it so we're like okay we're going to go to greece we'll play some and then um we'll we'll, well my thing too is i'm almost positive and i'm not i'm not assured of this but i'm almost positive that we get an email from UPS the minute it hits the port. But we haven't even got that yet. Right, that, right. So. That's what we are trying, because we will get an email from Amazon, but we thought we would get an email from. UPS. Right, which we haven't gotten yet. So we are kind of like, okay. Makes me nervous, to be honest. But, but either way, the point is that we want to go and get settled and, and switch in to launch mode, work mode, and really get ourselves into like a different mindset because, you know, like we didn't record the podcast last week, right? Um, it's been, we've, I mean, we've been having the time of our lives, but what we're doing right now is not sustainable and, and also get work done, right? And like for us, you know, we're launching this new business and, you know, we're, we're doing YouTube and we have the podcast and, you know, traveler school, our course, and like staying up on that and being in our Facebook group. And, you know, we wanted to go live twice a month and, and keep showing up and adding value to that Facebook group that we've created. Like there's all these things that we want to work on that we have to give attention to. And so for us, we've, we've just realized that we've been go, go, go for the entire month that, we have to really slow down in order to be able to uh, make this all work and get stuff. We, we haven't gotten anything done. We've done nothing. Well, we have, we only missed one podcast and we've gotten all of our videos every single week done, which means I've edited eight to 12 to 15 hours on those videos. Yeah, that's it's right. The, yeah, that 100%. Other that we haven't. And so we've just realized that you know, I was telling Kim and I were talking about it today. We were talking about it with our entrepreneurial friend couple. Um, and, you know, saying like it, it could all just be a lingo slash mindset thing of saying we're not on a gap year traveling the world for a year. Yes, we use those terms because that's what we've been doing. I mean, we've been literally hitting the ground running. The minute we get off a, a boat or a plane or whatever, we're just like, let's go. And we have everything booked for the time and we go, 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 go. And then we come home and then we leave. And it's like pretty hard to get the other stuff done because you need days, not just a day or two days. You need days to really get into a routine. And that's what we're craving right now. And so we are working from the road for a year. Yeah, right. And, you know, launching and having a successful launch and a successful company with the Travis backpack is our number one priority because that allows us to keep traveling. That allows us the, you know, uh, location independence that we want forever, right? Not just a year, but forever. And so that's our number one priority and it's gonna take a lot of brain power I mean, even I was just thinking about all the things that I had learned over the last year about the, you know, the ads and the marketing and the, all the different things that come with an Amazon store. I don't even remember. It's been so long. Yeah, so it's like, I, I need to like sit down and debrief and go over everything. So anyways, it was just kind of that, yeah, we're, we're working from the road. And, and we do have to have somewhat of a routine, right? In order, just like when, when we're working in a contract, right? Like if, if you work Monday through Friday, you're not balls to the wall every single day. Like, let's go out here, let's go here. Like, no, you work and, 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 you, yeah. and then on the weekends you explore and you adventure and you get out, but like it's, it would be insustainable. Unsustainable. Unsustainable, sorry, <laughs> Grammarly. Um, to, you know, you got to have some kind of a routine and structure in order to get stuff done. And so anyways, we've just noticed that that is something that we have to transition into, which we knew was coming. Mm -hmm. And so we're, our plan is to go to Portugal for like a month and really just like focus on the launch and all, you know, what's kind of going to, cause it's not just the launch, it's what do we need to do to sustain this business? We we don't know yet. We're starting a brand new spanking business. 
So everything that goes with that to run a business. Yeah. We're starting it now. We just decided to do it on the road. Right. Right. Exactly. Like if we were home in Florida, right. I mean, we we're just decided our headquarters to... already like set up with, you know, our whiteboards and our calendars and our, you know, we'd have everything it'd be totally different, but this is how we wanted to do it. Right. We were excited about this. We will do it. We can do it. We have everything written out. We have everything in Google Docs. We have everything ready to go. We have a plan. We just got to get re-familiarized with the plan, but understand that everything on the outside of these doors goes on hold for a little bit. Well, right. And so, right. So what I was saying was we're going to be there for like a month and focus on that, but then obviously do adventures and explore freaking Portugal. I mean, you know, like I'm so excited for that and just, you know, it's supposed to be so beautiful and the food and the wine and all the things. So it'll kind of be like, cool. Like we have working days where we sit down and we get down what we need to do. And then we have our play days where we go, just like we do it on a contract, right? Like all of our traveler friends totally get what we're saying where you move to a new city and you're so excited and you get into your workflow. And then on your off days, you explore an adventure and get a lay of the land. That's, that's kind of the mentality we have going into like, this next uh, yeah, transition. That's something that you and I are so familiar with. So it's, it's going to be a lot of fun, but just understanding that like instead of seven days in Portugal to play around, we have three, which is not a bad thing. Oh, a week. Yeah. Oh, well, right. Cause we're not just going to Portugal for one week. We're going for at least a month and we'll have work right. days. Right. And we can extend and stay in Portugal after we get our business launched and kind of in a good flow because obviously we chose Amazon because we can still work from the road and we just stay in Portugal for a little bit longer and then hit the ground running again because I'll want to start shooting some videos if we take, you know, three or four weeks off. Well, that's, yeah, I think that's where we can we're on a completely weekend. different, yeah, we're not taking three weeks off from shooting videos Correct. or exploring no, or right. having adventures. Right. We're just going to be in Lisbon or I, Porto or wherever we go and we'll have work days and then we'll go explore I on our downtime. Correct. Quote I unquote. misspoke. So it's like Friday, Saturday, Sunday, we have time, we go explore, we come back, we work Monday, whatever our schedule is. But yes, sorry, I misspoke. And then we'll be like ready to gear up and go on the next adventure after that. Perfect. Are we on the same page? Same page. Okay. I misspoke. That's all it was. You didn't misspoke. You're misspeak. I like it was. I was just like. No, but uh, what I was basically saying was, if we didn't feel like we got enough of Lisbon in because we were working, then we can always just stay and and you know ramp up and do some cool videos and stay there and like and stay longer. And stay longer. That's, that's all I was saying. Yeah. So that's that's kind of the the vibe. That was the other thing that was kind of overwhelming us, or uh, just trying to figure out because we had we chose Lisbon because it's a great entrepreneurial scene and there's lots of cafes and good wi-fi and it was supposed to be really cheap and then i was like looking on airbnb and everything was you know two thousand dollars a month and it's like this is crazy this isn't cheap this is more than what we were paying in florida like this, is, I, this is ridiculous that's what i told kim because she was like oh let's go to lisbon i think that feels good and blah blah, blah. we were going back and forth so we we're like should we go to thailand should we go to bali up oh, we can't get in there you have to quarantine you have to do this you have to do that so then i was like if i just said to you hey what if we go launch our business in California? Like, what would you say to me? And her response would be like, you're an idiot. Like, that's nuts. Why would we do that? And I was like, well, we're pretty much doing that in Lisbon right now with the prices of... From a financial... From right. a financial point of view. Right. Like, we, the whole point is we want to go somewhere, like, cheap. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like, we're in this for the long game. Like, we want to go somewhere cheap and just be able to settle in and, like, whatever. And we've been spending so much money in Greece and Italy. Whatever. It's a good, you know, um, that was one of the things that we were looking for. So, I was kind of getting stressed out. I'm like, I don't know what we're going to do. And then um, our friend Joe Daniels, if you listen to this podcast, he's a he's a, um, another travel friend and, like, a healthcare travel Yeah, too. And anyways, he sent us, he just came from Lisbon and his guide gave him this website. It's also an app to send to us. And it's called, I forget what it's called, but basically it's uh, like an Airbnb, but for, for Portugal, Spain, and Italy. And it's apartments all over for like 800 euro. 
900 euro like way more i mean more than like obviously like a thailand or something but way less than what i than airbnb so that was it obviously that was like a huge win because we were like oh so now i know we're gonna find a place we still haven't so we're just basically gonna book a flight there and figure it out it's just it's funny because as kim's talking i was like this literally resembles the fact that we just got a contract in you name the city in the united states and now our housing flow we're doing the same housing flow that we do for contracts yeah it feels so familiar except we're out of our country yeah which is funny so the skills you learn from healthcare traveling of going to new cities and finding your own housing literally has made this like i do air quotes very gently to say easier because it's still not easy um you're still it takes work to dig through to find the right place to find the right location to find the right neighborhood the one you want to live and like you want you want to stay especially when you're trying to stay long term how is the shower how is the you know just all the things you need to look at so it's not easy but it what i was saying is the skills we learned as healthcare travelers has really helped this year of travel 100 percent. Yeah. yeah we're in the exact same place yeah. Where we know kind of where we're going, but we have no idea where we're living yet, and we leave in like a couple of days. And we're gonna go, and worst case scenario, we'll get a hotel, and we'll do everything from the ground in Lisbon. Yeah, that's the plan. But Which who knows? Is, how many times have we done that? And yeah, we did it in Palm Springs. That's so true. Mm-hmm. Stayed in a hotel, and then and then found it on. And we would get stressed out, and we'd be overwhelmed. Oh, like I can't find anywhere. There's nowhere. It's crazy. And then of course we always find the perfect place, and that ends mm-hmm. up being fine, which I know is going to happen. And cheaper than what we expected to pay. Yeah. So next time we do the pod, we should be in Lisbon. Yeah. Not I, like we'll see. Stay tuned. I also think the last update since uh, Super Bolzano was I think I broke my foot. <laughs> Oh my God, we didn't even tell that story. No. So I think I've been walking two weeks now on a broken foot. So basically the night before we came to Greece, we were in Bologna. Yeah. And we were staying in, uh, you know, our place there or whatever. And like, it was a really weird room because it didn't actually have walls, but it was separate. But like, there was a cutout in the wall so you could see the, you know, the light coming through from the living room. Like it wasn't separate, but it was, it was weird. Yeah, it was like a huge dining room. But then it was like, there was a wall in the middle of the huge dining room. And there was a bed in there. And there was a bed in there. And it was like, if you if you pictured like a king's dining room with a kitchen and a bathroom, and then there's just this wall with a bed in the middle. <laughs> yeah, it was very, very bizarre. Yeah. It was nice. It was very nice, very but it nice. was just very odd. And it wasn't really conducive. Like if you're gonna have a room, like just like finish the wall. Right. Because it's nice to have the privacy. So I went in to go to bed as I like to do earlier than Aaron, which is another issue we've been running into, which we can talk about that in another podcast. Mm -hmm. But so having that room with the door makes a difference. So it's like he can sit up and he can edit and he can do all his things with the lights on. No big deal. So I was like, I'm so tired. I have to go to sleep. So we like basically turned off all the lights and he just sat with his computer and then when he was coming to go to bed, it was dark and he ended up kicking. Well, what happened was, is like I closed my computer and then I went to go to the bathroom to like brush my teeth and do all of that stuff. And then I realized that I left my phone on the couch. So it was kind of one of those moments in your head, like I knew where it was. So I was just walking as fast as I could because I forgot my phone. So I was like, oh, I'll just grab my phone and then I'll have the lights because I realized I couldn't see going through the kitchen. And so I walked as fast as I could to go and literally kicked the couch. And it was one of those huge claw, like a claw tub. It was like a claw couch. And it stuck out more than I thought. And literally it was like this silent scream of just like, Mm -hmm. but I was like, you know what? That hurt really bad. I've stubbed my toe before. We'll see how I feel in the morning. Um, I woke up in the morning, it was throbbing. There's a massive bruise and two weeks now I'm sitting here doing this podcast and it's pretty hurt. It's hurting pretty bad right now. You've been like a warrior though. I mean, I did a nine mile hike. I know. <laughs> I don't know how. Cause I'm like, if that was me, I would literally need like a wheelchair and a cast. I you think know? I got lucky with the position. I think it's like a, 
it could not be broken. I could just, I'm just going off the fact that it's extremely swollen. It's extremely painful. It bruised so bad and the pain I've broken bones before and the pain that I, when I had it, that nausea kind of rush, like that feeling happened. So I was like, huh, um, possibly, but it could not be. Um, but I think it's in the perfect location high up in my foot that yeah. I can rely on the inside of my foot and not the outside. So I think that's the only saving My place. concern, like, because you've been such a trooper. Future damage. Is Yeah, it's like you've been pushing it so much. Like, mm. I, you know, but it's like you haven't hardly complained. Like, we went on the hike. We've been, and of course, like, this happened right before Greece. Like, Santorini uh tons of steps tons of hills tons of walking i mean it's insane like the worst place that that could happen but yeah you you've been a trooper and such a badass because if it was me i would have been like let's book a hotel somewhere because i have to like sleep for two weeks you know like i'm such a baby when it comes to that kind of stuff yeah no but so anyways let's wrap this up that's just late breaking so i think that wraps up our we've caught up everybody I think we told some really cool things about Greece. I really enjoy. I just can't wait for you guys to see the videos. That's my, yeah. It puts it puts again, it all. Like, we're telling you about this, and we told you about the boat tour. So those videos are going to come out now. Granted, this would be video thirteen, fourteen, I think fifteen, maybe. So we're a little bit way ahead of our YouTube videos, but I might speed that process up when we hit Portugal. You can. We can do like two, a, two week. a week. Yeah. We'll see. Well, go watch the video of the car because if That's you've listened funny. to that episode and you heard us tell the story, like actually seeing it, it was crazy. It's it's actually one of my favorite videos and it's very simple, but like, I don't know. I love it because I, I that whole experience was so scary. Yeah. No, that video so, was put together very well. So Anywho, okay. We well, will it, leave people. it at that and we will be back next week, hopefully from Lisbon, but who knows? I think it'll be from Lisbon. I hope so. I hope we're like, we found like the perfect place. We will. We'll say that for sure. Okay. All All right. Well, thank you for listening. And as always, if you like the pod, please leave it a review. Share it with a friend. Check us out on YouTube. Follow us on Instagram for like day-to-day real-time stuff. Uh, We always do stories. And uh, Kim and Aaron G there. And with that... And I would just say, adding on that, just, you know, I love hearing from you guys. So whenever you guys are writing and following the stories and, you know, it's just really cool uh, hearing your questions and and being able to communicate with you all. So definitely um, reach out if you have any questions or you have something to say. We'd love to hear from you. Yeah, on Instagram. DM. Okay. All right. Bye. Bye.